Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. Well, what's in store this year? Well, perhaps some of the emerging trends you want to watch out for, and there appears to be, for example, the rising demand for Shirai investing. That's one to keep an eye out for, and also some of the opportunities on the horizon. Where is that coming from? Well, let's check in now with Eddie Lowe. He is the Chief Investment Officer for Maybank Group Wealth Management. Eddie, Happy New Year. How are you doing so far? Happy New Year, Ryan. Very busy start to the year. That's a good start. (laughs) All right, busy start, but good. So how is your view of markets going into New Year? Is it just as good? Well, I think for 2023, we do expect global growth to slow, but remain positive. So this should lend support to corporate earnings and performance of risk assets. And of course, the slowing growth will also lead to moderation of inflation, allowing central banks room to start cutting rates. Having said that, I think there will still be uncertainty surrounding growth, inflation, as well as when the Fed will really cut rates, right? So that should continue to drive market volatility. So I think the key is really for investors to stay nimble and maintain a diversified portfolio with a focus on quality and value. Okay, talking about quality and value, how do investors figure out where this is coming from? What do you look out for? Well, I think first of all, with interest rates expected to peak, I think it does create a very conducive environment for fixed income carry. And we do particularly like the higher quality investment grade bonds as opposed to the higher bonds. So that's one. Secondly, we do also like, we see value in Asia X Japan stocks, uh, equities, which have the potential to play catch up to global peers after lagging for the past three years. So a softer dollar trend that we are anticipating for this year, I think that should go well for Asia assets as well. Okay, you mentioned Asia X Japan. Uh, worth mentioning, Japan had its best years in maybe two decades last year because a lot of foreign interest going into Japan, partly because of the weak Japanese yen. So if you look at Japan, is that something on your radar? for 2024 as well? Well, I think there are reasons to remain positive uh, on Japan, especially given the fact that corporate reforms have been well in place and that should actually continue to support return on equity and therefore performance of uh, Japanese stocks. Now, having said that, valuation, as you mentioned, stock market, uh, Japanese stock market has done pretty well uh, last year. And so valuation is a tad richer mm. than historical average. So we do want to be a bit more selective. So currently we have a neutral stance on Japan versus Asia X Japan. Okay, talking about richer and doing well last year, US markets did better than expected. So how much exposure are you giving to the US side of equities? Right, I think for US, definitely the, the, the performance of US stock was a surprise. And, and that is partly due to the stronger than expected economy. But if you look at the performance, say, of the S&P 500, it is largely driven by what we call the Magnificent 7. The Magnificent 7 alone, actually, last year went up by more than 100%, right? So for this year, we what we were advocating is actually to, you know, these Magnificent 7, they are quality companies, but valuation has gone up quite a fair bit. So we would suggest investors to broaden exposure beyond the Magnificent 7 to other value techs, as well as, uh, you know, other sectors such as healthcare. And in, in fact, on a tactical basis, energy stocks also look interesting because as a good hedge against the geopolitical risk that we are seeing now in the Middle East. Yeah, a lot of uh, headlines around AI and also geopolitics. We're in conversation with Eddie Lowe. He's the CIO for Maybank Group Wealth Management. Now, Eddie, also in the mix is what you are flagging, growing interest in what's called principle-based investing approach. So how is this going to play out in terms of a trend that perhaps people can keep an eye out for? 
Right. I think increasingly we do see that the focus on investors is not only about generating portfolio returns, but also investing with a purpose. So I think one of this uh, area is really about Shirai investing. We think that it could benefit from this shift in uh, investor demand and interest. And interestingly, based on our data, Islamic finance assets are projected to reach almost $6 trillion by 2026. Mm. And, and what is notable here is that with this principle-based investing approach, uh, in, you know, Shirai investing allows investing according to one's personal values and beliefs, but it doesn't mean that it's only for Muslims. I think everyone, irrespective of regional faith, can take up uh, Sharia investments. Sharia investing, not just a religious thing, it's also partly overlapping ESG principles as well. Yeah, indeed, indeed. There are actually some principles about really avoiding harm. And, and if you look at the performance of uh, Sharia-compliant investments, they have actually historically demonstrated better resilience compared to conventional investing, especially in times of uncertainty. For instance, like we were tracking a Sukuk index, mm. which is actually Islamic bond. Um, you know, over the past three years where bonds did not do too well because of the rising interest rate environment, so the overall Bloomberg Global Aggregate Credit Index was down by 15%. But the FTSE Ideal Rating Sukuk Index has only fallen by only 4%. So, so that demonstrates the, the downside protection, the resilience. But on the upside, they actually perform on par with the conventional investments as well. Okay, so definitely one trend to watch out for this year. And another trend, I suppose, worth watching is what's happening to the US dollar. So last year, it was supported by rate hikes. This year, we are expecting rate cuts. So is that going to be an unwinding of the strength we saw last year? Yes, uh, indeed, we do expect uh, US dollar to moderate in the course of the year. And we are pricing in currently three rate cuts for this year, but likely to be later in the second half of this year rather than what the market is pricing in now. I think the market is pricing in much earlier, as, as early as March and mm. six rate cuts. I think that's a bit too aggressive. Uh, we think three rate cuts starting second half of next year. So the dollar, because we have actually seen some weakening of dollars, so maybe near term they could see a bounce, but likelihood in the second half where we see a I think then we should also see more entrenched weakness in the US dollar. So weaker dollar typically will be supportive for gold prices. Is that something to trade on? Oh yes, um, for gold uh, right now, we have a neutral stance, but we do see long-term diversification benefits mm. from holding to gold. And as once we get more visible signs of softer dollar, I think that should be supportive of gold prices. All right, nice overview of what to do and watch out for this year. Stay nimble and maintain a diversified portfolio. We've been with Eddie Lowe. He's the CIO for Maybank Group Wealth Management. Eddie, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you very much, Ryan. All right, always great chatting with you, Eddie. All right, stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.